What's up, everybody? Welcome back to 8020. My name is Lily. I'm your host. It is a pleasure to chat with you today. I hope that you are having a fantastic Thursday or whenever you end up listening to this. I've rolled through a couple different topic ideas for today's episode, and to be completely transparent with you guys, I'm really just not feeling it today. I'm actually recording this in the closet of our house in Park City, Utah. Um, I'm just taking a little quiet time to myself, and I guess now we're all hanging out, but um, it's about eight o'clock at night. We've had a fantastic day today, and I'm just, I, I don't know, I'm just not really feeling like I want to work, but this is something that I've committed to. I want to have an episode up for you guys, and I know that I always just feel better when I do the darn thing. Like when I just get it done, like I'll just feel so much better. And not like this is a chore, but I am on vacation and I do feel like it's really important for me to get some sort of like rest and break because I feel like I'm constantly working. I saw this meme the other day and it was like, I didn't want to work a nine to five. So now I work 24 (laughs) seven because I work for myself. I'm like, wow, that's exactly how I feel sometimes. But this is something that I committed to. It's something that I love to do. And I know that the podcast means a lot to you guys as well. So I wanted to sit down and record one theme that's kind of stuck out to me this past week is just knowing yourself and knowing your body. That theme has kind of shown itself to me in a couple different ways throughout the past, I guess, like week or so. And the more time you spend with yourself, the more you get to know yourself. And it's a really interesting process because a year ago, if you asked me like, how well do you know yourself? I probably would have just looked at you with like a really, I guess like confused look on my face because I didn't really know who I was. I didn't really know who I wanted to be. And I didn't really know much about tuning into my body and tuning into my needs right now, mentally and physically. And learning how to do that is definitely a process and it's a very, very personal experience. But I think that when you begin to care for yourself, so obviously this is in the form of like self-care and just like sitting down and spending time with yourself through things like meditation and journaling. And I feel like a broken record when I talk about all these little habits and stuff, but they are truly like the backbone of my life and I wouldn't be where I am today without these habits like meditation and journaling and eating well and moving my body. I feel like those are definitely the top four main ones that I focus on every single day and it seems like my life kind of revolves around caring for myself and not in a bad way at all, in a very, very good way, whereas I make sure that those things are at the top of my priority list before I can do anything else in the day. When I first embarked on my health journey, it was probably, I don't know, I've always been very much into like working out and eating okay. I definitely did not eat the best in high school and I wish that I could just go back in time and like shake high school Lily and be like, girl, stop eating so much Chick-fil-A. Stop going and getting like donuts every day before school because all of those things made me feel like shit in high school and I probably would have been a better person, a better friend, a better daughter, a better student, a better athlete if I took better care of myself. And then when I got to college, I really started to notice that I wasn't feeling well. 
and this presented in the form of depression and anxiety and just a lot of stress. And then I did, you know, the standard college lifestyle and that just didn't really work out well for me. So this is like junk food, pizza, alcohol all the time. And it's just not really a lifestyle that is sustainable nor good for you. Like college is this very, very rigorous academic and stressful time in your life. And then we're just all treating our bodies like a landfill. And it just does not make sense to me. But I finally started to take better care of myself when I came to terms with the fact that this is the one body that I get and the one mind that I get. And if I don't take care of it, I'm not going to reach my full potential if I keep treating myself like this. And so I started kind of investigating what exactly was not working for me. I actually wrote a list down of all the things that made me feel stressed out, anxious, depressed, um, just not good in general. And I mean, that list included foods, it included activities, it included people, it included places, it included like items. And I just started slowly incorporating things into my life that made me feel good instead. And for me, that was kind of the beginning of my wellness journey and I guess kind of my shift in a sense. That was probably about two years ago. And ever since then, I've kind of continued with this model of making sure that I'm doing more things that make me feel good and less of the things that make me feel bad. And it seems like a very, very simple concept, but when you actually put it into practice, it can be really, really tricky. But something that I've slowly learned over time is how to listen to my body. And we all have this thing called intuition. And when you start to listen to it, you can make better choices for yourself, for your body, for your relationships, for your friendships. So you guys know I'm currently on vacation and I've kind of been off of my like workout routine. I honestly haven't been in a solid workout routine in a while and that's just kind of because I've been bouncing around and it's okay to be, you know, not have a solid routine and, you know, it's okay that Tuesdays and Thursdays aren't lift day or whatever. I don't know. I've not really followed like a solid workout routine. I would love to get into one, but that's never been like a strong suit for me. I kind of just follow through with more of an intuitive movement approach. And I'm like, okay, I feel like doing yoga today. Cool. I feel like doing heavy cardio today. Cool. I'm going to do it. And I've never really been like, okay, this is the set workout routine, but maybe that's something that I will do maybe in the fall when I'm kind of more in like a steady place. But because I kind of take a more intuitive approach, I just really listen to my body. So the past couple days we've done some hiking. There are tons and tons of hills and my calves are so tight. And so earlier today I went and got in the hot tub and I spent about 45 minutes just stretching. And that felt amazing. And I decided that I really wanted to get a good sweat in. And you know when you go to hot yoga and you're just absolutely drenched in sweat or you do like a really heavy cardio like 45 minute to an hour workout and you're just absolutely drenched in sweat it looks like you just took a dip in the lake or something um, I wanted to feel like that because I love that feeling to me one of the best feelings in the world is that post-workout high or like that post-cardio high and we decided to go to Orange Theory I absolutely loved it this was the second time I've ever been the first time was in Indiana back in the fall I think it was like October, November-ish, but I had more fun this time around. I'm not sure if I just enjoyed the workout more or enjoyed the company of my friends, but 
I had a blast and I got the best sweat in. If you guys have never tried Orange Theory, you totally should. Um, I'm not really a big runner, but I ended up doing the entire 28-minute like running circuit that they had us do and I had a blast and trying something new doesn't have to be scary. I even hear like clients talk about this too like oh I'm kind of nervous to go to this workout class because I've never done it before. It's like well yeah of course you're nervous you know the fear of the unknown is a very real thing but nobody's watching you in the workout room. Everybody's too busy trying to figure out what the heck they're doing and how they're going to make it through the workout to worry about you. And if they are worried about you, then that's not really your problem. So I always just encourage my friends or my clients or whoever I'm talking to, if they're nervous to test out a new workout program, just just go, just do it and make sure that you tell the instructor, hey, this is my first time um, for places like Orange Theory. I went with four other people and um, two of them had never done it before. I'd only done it once, so kind of really wasn't familiar with the entire format, um, but we got a whole preview of the studio before anybody came in, got a preview of like the workout area. I'm not sure what they call that in Orange Theory, but I guess, you know, the gym or the studio. Um, and the coach made us feel really welcomed and, you know, just opened the floor for questions before and after and even during the workout. She was so encouraging and motivating. I've always been a very curious person and so trying new things just kind of comes naturally to me. But if you don't have that trait, it's totally okay. It doesn't mean that you can't try new things. It just means that it might be a little bit trickier. But I would encourage you to just go after it anyway because what's the worst that can happen? You don't like it? Okay, don't go back. Like, it's totally fine. So anyway, I'm sharing this with you guys because I intuitively knew that I needed to get a good sweat in and I did something about it. And so when you tap into what your body's telling you, your life just gets so much better because you know what you need. And no one can tell you what you need more than you. So if you're out of tune with your body, if you're out of sync with what your body's telling you, no one can tell you exactly what you need more than you. Like, you know you best. I always find it really interesting when I get on Instagram and I follow a lot, a lot, a lot of health and wellness accounts. So whether this is like health and wellness stores or coaches or just health and wellness influencers, I follow a lot of people and all of these people have very different methodologies of how they go about living their healthy lifestyle. I try really hard to kind of keep it chill. I, I don't know. I feel like everything that I do is try to be chill about it. Um, and so when I share like a tip or a trick, I always am like, okay, this is my tip or my trick and it works for me. A lot of these health and wellness accounts, at least the ones that I follow, kind of do the same methodology of this is what works for me um, or this is my opinion on XYZ and you can kind of take it or leave it. But there's a lot of other accounts out there that like to just kind of, I don't know, throw information at you and it's not really digestible and it just kind of further confuses the follower, you know? Like, I get so many DMs from people that are like, how much protein should I be eating? This account said that I should not eat anything. This account said that I should only eat protein. And it's like, okay, well, there's definitely a happy medium. But because all these accounts are out there like telling you to do whatever they think is right, like they're not taking into account the fact that we're all on our own individual journey and what works for one person isn't going to work for another one. When you're on social media, when you are 
going throughout your daily life, I think it's really important to first off, just like mind your own business in a way. And I don't know who needs to hear this today, but when you stop worrying about seven, eight billion people and what they're doing and only focus on one person yourself, life gets a lot easier. So I don't know how you take that message today, whether you're worried about your friends or you're worried about what everybody else is doing on social media or you're worried about what everybody else is eating I'm watching their what I eat in a days or you're comparing yourself to everybody else. Just worry about you. Are you happy? Are you doing the things that you need to do for yourself? Are you making you a priority? Are you working towards being the best you that you can possibly be? And start by just getting to know yourself. I mean, really, like a lot of us just walk around. We don't even know who we are. We don't even know what we want to do, what we want to be. Granted, knowing what those things are takes time and sometimes it might even take a whole lifetime. You know, I feel like we're always growing. We're always evolving and changing and that's such a cool thing. It's important to just sit down with yourself. I mean, seriously, like take yourself out on a date, go get coffee and just like sit there and write in your journal or something or make yourself a cup of tea and just sit in bed and like meditate and truly learn who you are as a person and what your needs are and start focusing on those things. There's a quote I love and I found it on Pinterest and there was no attribution to the quote, so I'm not sure who said it, but the quote reads, you are allowed to be a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. I think when we're on the topic of getting to know ourselves or bettering ourselves or growing or, I don't know, we talk about so much on this podcast about like becoming the best you that you can possibly be and things that you can do every single day to be the best that you can be. But a lot of times we're always like working towards the next thing, but you're allowed to stop and get to know who you are now before getting to that place of where you want to be because if we're always like striving for the next thing we're never going to be happy where we are today there's another quote i love and this is just going to turn like a quotes episode there's another quote i love and it says you've never seen this version of you give yourself a little grace and breathe through it i think back to about january when i first launched my coaching business I went through so much change all at once. I did not know what to do with myself. Pretty much up until the launch of this podcast, I was going through just this rapid, rapid change, about six months of intense growth. And I would like look in the mirror and I wouldn't even like recognize myself because I was just going through such a rapid growth process and I was outgrowing a lot of spaces that I used to love to be in and I kind of didn't know like who I was there for a second but that's because I feel like I was in this space between the old Lily and the person that I'm supposed to be and granted I feel like I'm always working towards this person that I'm supposed to be but I feel so confident in the place that I am in now three months ago even I don't think I would have said that So when you're going through this process of getting to know yourself, you might get a little bit uncomfortable, but growth doesn't happen in the comfort zone. It's like getting to know a new friend or a new relationship. When you truly tune in to who you are, it's going to be kind of weird, you know? But you got to just push through, work through, and just keep learning about her, learning about who this person is that you never really spent time with. Like, we're always with ourselves, but do we truly spend time with ourselves? Do we spend time on ourselves? I want to spend a little bit of time telling you guys about some of my current favorites and 
this is kind of a pivot from what we were talking about before, but in a way it's kind of not. I mean, like the old Lily didn't do some of these things that the new Lily does. The best version of me, I feel like, is using the best possible products <laughs> and eating the best possible food and following the best possible Instagram accounts. And so those are kind of the things on my current favorites list that I feel like you guys might be interested to hear about. As far as social media goes, you guys know I have my social media boundaries and I try really hard not to spend a lot of time just aimlessly scrolling and if I go on Instagram, I really want it to be a positive experience. So I typically unfollow or block or delete anybody that would disrupt that positive experience. So accounts that have not been fun to interact with I've blocked whether that be like a follower or whether that's you know someone who I used to follow and enjoy their content and they just don't align with me anymore I just you know peacefully leave I just unfollow you know no hard feelings but um there are a lot of accounts and like influencers and bloggers and like people who I used to interact with all the time I'm just like eh, I don't really vibe with you anymore and that's totally fine and the same thing happens in real life too like we outgrow friends and we're just like you know no hard feelings but we're just not we're not cool anymore you know like it's not fun to hang out but I do have a lot of accounts that I really really enjoy to follow so I'm actually going to go to my most interacted with list on Instagram yeah, people most shown in feed because typically the people most shown in feed are my favorite accounts. I love to follow Nutrition School. That is where I went to get my health coaching degree and I love to follow their Instagram page. They post the best content, inspirational quotes, recipes, stuff from other health coaches and I just really find so much value in that account. So that's my most interacted with account. I love the positive minds and the good quotes on Instagram. They're both quote pages. I just love like a little dose of inspiration, you know, like a little a little quote even or something to ponder on or something to think about. So those are also at the top of my most trending feed. As far as people go on Instagram, I love to follow Kenzie Burke. She is a health coach as well and she just posts really cool content. I love to read uh, what she has to say. Dr. Will Cole is a functional medicine practitioner and he posts really thought-provoking um, things on his page as well. I love the account Live Healthily. She is the founder of the online store Live Healthily, which is where you can get all kinds of natural, low-toxic beauty products and house supplies and cleaning supplies and all that kind of stuff. And she also debunks fitness brands and companies that are quote healthy for you that really aren't so if you guys want to kind of learn a little bit more about what's in that pre-workout and your alani new and your celsius and stuff like that definitely go check out live healthily because she posts some really good stuff and just things that make you go hmm, you know i love she's plant-based on instagram her name is autumn and she's also an iin grad she's a holistic plant-based health coach um she has really good content lauren bosick host of the skinny confidential she's hilarious and i just really love her content caitlin nolan is another great account to follow if you guys like what i have to say you'd probably really like caitlin um, and she also has another account called foodie girl and she posts a lot of recipes on there so yeah those are probably my top favorite most shown in feed instagram accounts that you guys are probably like as well 
And as far as podcasts go, I always get questions about what my favorite podcasts are. And then even more frequently, I get asked any podcast recommendations that are similar to mine. And I don't know of a podcast that's super similar to mine. I just, I haven't found one that's kind of more just a girl at her house just talking about health and wellness stuff. I don't know. I just, I I haven't found a show that's similar to mine, so I can't really compare. Um, But I typically like to listen to shows that are just the host because when you get a lot of guests on, I don't know, I kind of like to listen to the host and build a relationship with the host and hear what the host has to say. I love an occasional guest if it's someone who I'm interested in in listening to uh, talk, but I don't know, I just, I don't really love shows that have a guest, like a new guest on every single week because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like everybody does that, but no one really does solo shows a lot. So I don't really know of a show that's super similar to mine. And I honestly have not been listening to podcasts very frequently recently. But if I do want to turn one on, I do like to listen to The Skinny Confidential. I love to listen to The Balanced Blonde. And those are kind of my top top two faves at the moment if I listen to a show. I don't know. I just I haven't really been in like a podcasty mood recently. I kind of just listen to music at the moment. But I don't know. I feel like stuff like that kind of comes and goes in waves. Like sometimes I'm, I'm in a music mood and then other times I'm in a podcasting mood and you're allowed to kind of switch it up whenever you feel like one gets boring and you want to try something different. I don't know. If you guys have any shows that you think that I might like or shows that are similar to 8020, let me know because I feel like because I, I, I obviously enjoy my show <laughs> And I would probably enjoy a show that's similar to my show. Let's talk favorite beauty products at the moment. I have not found a natural shampoo and conditioner that I love. Um, I've ordered a couple. I'm not even going to tell you guys about them because I honestly hated them. Um, So they're not even really worth talking about. But I have found a natural deodorant that I like. It's called Pretty Frank. And it works pretty decently out of the natural deodorants that I tried, but it doesn't stay on for very long, so I do find myself reapplying every now and again. As far as natural toothpaste, I've really been enjoying Tom's toothpaste. I actually just got one of those um, electric toothbrushes. I had one a couple years ago, and then it just like died. I don't know what happened to it, but I just like stopped working one day, and then I switched back to a regular toothbrush, and then I just never got a new one. And I got the Oral-B Electric, I don't know, it was from Target. I've really, really been loving it. And because I switched over to a natural toothpaste, I feel like it didn't, like, I don't know, work as well as, like, a Crest or, like, an Oral-B. But I wanted to get rid of those because if you flip the box around on, like, the Crest container, it says, like, warning, like, contact the poison control center if swallowed. It's like, well, this is going in my mouth. So... This is a little bit concerning. So I switched to Tom's and I like it, but I feel like it doesn't do as good of a job as the Crested. So I also have been using the mouthwash um, by the brand Hello. And that one's not totally natural. It's a little bit better than like a Crest or an Oral-B situation. It tastes pretty good. It works. So I use the Tom's toothpaste and then obviously I floss and then I do the Hello mouthwash. And I've really been liking that teeth routine at the moment. And I like that mouthwash because it doesn't have any alcohol in it. So it doesn't like make your mouth feel weird. I don't know. I always hate a mouthwash because it 
just, I don't know, I was always turned off by it, but this one I actually genuinely like. As far as skincare goes, I have a whole highlight dedicated to that on my Instagram, and I use primarily the brand Face Reality, which I've really, really liked, and I've seen huge progress with the Face Reality brand. It's the first brand that has actually worked well for me, so I'm really enjoying that. I don't intend on switching that to a fully natural brand anytime soon until I reach my um, skincare goals. Um, then I'll consider switching it up to something different, but I've really, really been loving the face reality. As you guys know, I've been doing a lot of hiking and outdoorsing <laughs> here in Utah, and I've been packing a lot of snacks, so I've kind of been relying a little bit more on packaged food, which is a little bit out of character for me, but I'm just going to roll with it because it's just, you know, what you got to do when you're hiking through the woods. I've been loving the Go Macro Bars. Those have pretty clean ingredients. Um, I think the Everlasting Joy is my favorite. It's like coconut, almond butter, and chocolate chips or something like that. Um, and I've also really been enjoying Hue Chocolate. It's real chocolate and it tastes so good. Doesn't have a very extensive ingredient list, which I love, and they are all whole real foods on that ingredient list, which is incredible. I've also been loving Pop and Bottle Coffees, and the Almond Milk Latte is my favorite. And it's literally just almond milk and coffee. It's so yummy. Oh, and like some dates too. I think that they used to sweeten it up a little bit. It's a very like low maintenance drink. Like you can literally just pour it over some ice. And I've been having that a couple times a week. As you guys know, I'm trying not to drink a shit ton of coffee anymore, which I'm doing really, really well at that. But I do like to have a cup, you know, every now and then. If I'm going to drink coffee, I want it to be really, really good. And I've been loving the pop and bottle coffees. They have a pretty good ingredient list across all of their products, so I would really recommend that if you guys are reaching for a little pre-made coffee beverage. As far as my favorite current activities go, loving the hiking vibes, really, really making me want to move to the mountains after college, so TBD on that. I also really, really loved Orange Theory today. I had a blast. I wish that there was one back home because I would totally go. I had a great workout. I burned like 600 calories, which is crazy. I'm definitely going to go back sometime this week because it was just such a fun workout. I, we were running on the treads and I looked at Sam and I was like, I feel like I'm at a club right now because the music was just wild and I loved it. Still loving to do my meditations. You guys know I love to use Mimi Method. Absolutely incredible meditations if you are new to the practice and... I find them super simple, it's really foolproof, and she does a really good job. So I've been loving the Mimi Method meditations, and of course my journaling I love to do as well. I do a little section for gratitude, a little section for positive affirmations, and recently I've just been doing a brain dump, um, just writing down every single thought in my mind and just kind of letting it go on paper. And... You guys know if you are ever interested in journal prompts, I have those on Little Circle, which is our online uh, community platform, and a link to that will be in the show notes. Journal prompts haven't gone up for the past two weeks because we were doing the um, four days of healthy habits challenge, so there were journal prompts in that, um, but new prompts will go up starting again on Monday, and you guys can enjoy those if you are interested in starting a journaling practice. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of 8020. If you enjoyed it, please let me know by dropping a rate and a review. This helps more people just like you find and listen to the show. Don't forget to follow me, Lily, on Instagram. My username is at LilyRako, that's L-I-L-Y-R-A-K-O-W, and follow the podcast Instagram page as well, which is 8020pod, that's 8020pod on Instagram. New episodes of 8020 go live every Monday and Thursday, or subscribe to stay up to date with the latest.